seat to you like with Kiefer or with the new guy I've never seen either <laughs> with Dr. Dre I saw one season of 24 I think it was season 4 where um, it was like the one everybody gave them shit about about like the Muslims family was a terrorist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and then it was I like would... that Iranian woman mm-hmm. who was like the mom was the real terrorist turns out i've always said moms are the real terrorists (laughs) yeah well they are my favorite part about 24 was the normalizing torture Uh, like hardcore yeah get a guy in a room couple pencils you're in trouble they had this moment at the end of that season where they had this like green goo pain thing you'd like injected in somebody and they experienced the worst pain of all time Hmm. Um, so it's just like uh, aloe vera tubes yeah basically (laughs) just injected directly into your veins Mm mm-hmm um, but they uh, uh, they used it immediately. Actually, <laughs> Jack, Jack, Jack was just like, Jack was just like, we gotta, <laughs> it's necessary. We don't have time. We don't have time. We don't have time. We gotta do it. That was a real strong, widely used argument in that show. Just like the time is running out. Right. It's like you got twenty four hours. Take a nap. It's a lot of. Dodge Ram commercials. There were some naps, right? I didn't watch it. I thought it was famous for like showing bathroom trips and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't. I don't think he took a nap. Wow. I don't remember him going to the bathroom, but I don't think he took any naps during that season. During that season, <laughs> that one season of Twenty Four that I watched, they haven't earned that with the audience yet. So we just watched. Uh, fuck. Episode 10, I believe. Yeah, season one, episode 10 of The Apprentice. This is The Apprentice Rewatch Podcast. I'm Nick Nocera. I'm Max. And I'm Daryl Wong. And Daryl and I also just watched our lives deflate because um, we scarfed just a gargantuan amount of kernel. <laughs> I feel kernel's good. extra crispy chicken. It looked like you guys were enjoying it. I don't know why you're. You're feeling spry. Are you? Feel uh, good? I feel good. I feel the tingle of uh That's the sodium. Salt, yeah. I feel that salt tingle going uh-huh. through my veins. It's on my tongue. I so it's, we got to get this done quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel okay. It's just like my gut is heavy. Uh, it's heavier mm. than normal. I mm. would normally like it to be carrying that burden around. We're all feeling our own feels. I just slammed some energy drinks. <laughs> yeah. You guys just ate some good chicken. Mm-hmm. How's the energy drink feel? Would Would you have a Monster Blue? Though, I, you know, I don't remember. Okay, it's wiped his memory. <laughs> was it a Nos energy drink? No, it was either. A, I think it was a Monster. Mm-hmm. It was either the white one or the blue one. Um. So <laughs> we're not going anywhere fast. <laughs> <laughs> this is the chicken cast. <laughs> Um, you know who was going places fast? Those rickshaw passengers in Ayo. today's uh. episode. So, in this episode, uh, Protege and Versacorp are tasked to control a fleet of eight rickshaws or pe- or pedicabs. Rickshaws it, in this show, yeah. 
Is it pedicabs like P-E-D-I or pedicabs like P-E-T-T-Y like I think pedicab. it's pedi, like my feet pedi, are the local P-E-D-I? Yeah. Because yeah. pedicabs like pedicash, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Doesn't make sense? No. All right. They're in charge of a uh, fleet of eight pedicabs or rickshaws for, and then one day to sell and one day to operate. Person who comes out with the most money wins. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was it was sort of it was like a lame challenge. It was interesting that the, both teams thought they were doing badly, uh. and they handled it. <laughs> <laughs> and they handled it Mashed very. Potatoes. This is off the rails. <laughs> yeah, I'm so fucking spent on this kernel. It's so bad. All right, so both teams thought they were losing, but they handled it very differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill's team, which was that? Bill's team was Team VersaCorp. They decided to sell advertising on the rickshaws, which was a very good idea. But the reason I felt like they they were never quite secure in there, like last week we saw the art, like fly, one artist like flew off the walls. Everybody right. was like, we clearly won this challenge. Mm-hmm. Like we're so good. Bill's team sold advertising, but... I also I feel like they just assumed the other team would come up with like an equally profitable idea. Well, I think both teams were surprised by how few people want to ride a rickshaw. Hmm. Like neither team yeah. made any money doing that. The only team that made any money was the one that sold advertising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that makes you wonder about the current pedicab situation in New York. Hmm. I haven't seen one in years. Well, remember when De Blasio, one of his first things after trying to get rid of the horses was uh, to. Which he failed at, by the way. As he's failed in every venture he's had. Vision Zero. I saw a guy get killed like two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, one of the first things he did was he normalized their rates. Mm -hmm. So now they have to like tell you what they're going to charge you and all sorts of bullshit. Like, come on. You get in my cab? (laughs) This is my world, baby. Did he crack down? You're in here with me. Did de Blasio crack down on the food cart Wild West that currently exists in New York? Or is that unregulated? I hope not. That's still my plan B. Yeah, is to food cart yourself to, to kill a man. And if take they his like, food cart. if they like medallion system the food carts, it would, like the whole well, thing's going that, down the shitter. I think that's the deal. Like it costs like two hundred thousand dollars to get one. There, there to are actually buy the car. There are today the same. Like there aren't there aren't more and more food cart licenses. So like every food truck you see driving around, they had to buy that from a hot dog guy. Or like intimidate one, him, or like give it to their son. Right, bequeath right. it. And then some places are even weirder. Like in front of the Met Museum, mm-hmm. you need to be a veteran. What? I was just there literally yesterday. I was there last and week. And I bought an ice cream. Uh-huh. And I didn't say thank you for our service, for your service. I mean, <laughs> so um, I feel bad about that Damn. now, retroactively. Mm, you don't know what he did. I don't know what he did. I don't know what he did over there. It could have been terrible. It could have been over here, too. could have been like an Abu Ghraib situation. could have been like a... I'm not uh, thanking anybody for that. That's my stand. I will not thank anyone for Abu Ghraib. How do you feel? Like The thing is, we live in a world in which we can say that with absolute clarity, and yet we have no idea how our current president feels about the Abu Ghraib situation. How he like feels about... I think about he said he's, he's pretty pro. He's pretty pro Abu Ghraib. I mean, it's like Kiefer. You got to do what you got to do. You got to you got to do what you got to do. You got to 24 when you're 24. Um, all right, so VersaCorp sells advertising on the pedicabs. Protégé comes up with what, Daryl? It's like it's some sort of 
punch card, like yeah. a frequent, like a sandwich card, but like a thing that you would use if you. It, it, it's a good idea because they only have one day to sell, so you want to get it all up front. It's like a salary cap situation with like a. Tom so they're Brady. just trying to get all their cells in. Trying the first to get all their cells in and not have to worry about the exactly. rides. Exactly. But the problem is, because so what their idea was initially was to sell those punch cards to hotels and have hotels give them out as uh, amenities. This was like the little lost piece in here. No one wanted that. Nobody. They called like two hotels, and the hotels were like, "No, you know who, so not interested." <laughs> you know who owns some hotels? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> but like the plaza's not like, sure, I'll take your shitty pedicab punch cards. Mm-hmm. Like it's not happening. They're not going to buy. And then they tried to sell them to some like random wealthy looking people they found. Yeah. Which never. wasn't happening also. Yeah, the plan was very linear. So they had to switch up and decide to sell them the next day to passengers from the pedicab. They're like, you like this experience? Would you like it 10 more times while you're on your three-day trip to New York? We're also not going to be operating this business tomorrow, so good luck <laughs> so finding us. have no idea about the quality of the service. Yeah, just look for any time it has a P on the pedicab. Yeah, absolutely. They'll keep the flag up for sure. Mm-hmm. So the that was a problem. And then the other thing was the problem is they had to pay for the punch cards. Mm-hmm. They had to buy the rides at a discounted rate from, from the pedicab service. So they paid bizarre cash up front for those. And then now they're in debt and have to sell all these garbage punch cards, which nobody wants, mm-hmm. or they lose money on it, which I'm sure they did somewhat. Yeah, they, like, not even counting the advertising, they made half as much money as the other team on just rides. On just rides. On just rides, they made half as much. So... Now Bill had the same idea: get all your cash dollars up front first day, just win the win right. the challenge on the first day. He knew that challenge was going to be won or lost on that sale day, and he just fucking nailed. It was like, oh, we'll just sell everything. It was Amy's idea, and then Bill ran with it. Yeah, he took the ball and ran hard. Yeah, he was like, oh, ding, 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 That's NASCAR. We're gonna sell yeah. every piece of real estate on this penny. Oh, you guys are being like Cold Stone with your punch cards. We're NASCAR. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna run over your ice cream. What did you feel about Nick's? Uh, ethical and like, ambit and what's that word? I'm too KFC. What's the word? Am, ambiguous and pussy. Ambiguous, ambiguous ethical situation. It wasn't that ambiguous. He just like weirdly like fell on a sword that didn't exist. Yeah, it was a waste of energy. Yeah, uh, the issue was that one was it one of the eight pedicabs had a sign that was like fallen off that like drooped over after like hours of being up yeah yeah and he wanted to go and be honest with the advertiser and say hey we lost one of your signs we have only been promoting for two out of the eight hours Mm -hmm. he ended up giving all of the sponsorship uh, money back 250 dollars yeah from that advertiser Mm -hmm. it didn't end up being a big problem but i could see a man getting fired over something like that like if that had been the difference nick would get fired over that if that had been the difference it ended up not being the difference but because he like took all that time to go all the way back to whatever restaurant that was and hand the guy like all the money back. Mm-hmm. What? How about you put that sign back up? Yeah, the, get the, some masking. The day. thing that's kind of great about that show is if that situation happened and it was the it was the deciding point, I don't know how Trump would feel about it. Hmm. Hmm. I have no idea whether the man would think it was like an upstanding thing to do, it was the right thing to do, or that he like wasn't a smart businessman. It was just, mm. it felt so weird and fake. Like it didn't feel like a genuine, like act of like good business. It was just like, this guy was like, well, 
the sign fell off. Now I have to go all the way back downtown and hand the guy's cash back. And like, everyone's like, wait, no, you don't. Let's just put it back up. And he. Also, the idea is that why would he have to do that during the challenge? Why could he not right. do that after the right. challenge, right? That's what makes it such a Dude. weird... Well, he wasn't doing anything during it. Like, Nick wasn't, like, riding around on a pedicab. Which I don't think was right for anybody. Like, if yeah. you're running... Nobody this, they should have They had people to do that. Yeah. Nobody should have. So, cut to the other team. Kwame was riding around on the pedicab all day. And then Troy was having like some separation anxiety, mm. saying like I can't. <laughs> so it was so good. I can't be without you, bro. So then he changed out of his suit and tie, and he put on the the uh, country Troy hat country and Troy. went went out and rode the ride, rode the uh, roads. No, but he made a. He, he also didn't even pick anybody up. He just put Kwame and Heidi in the back of his pedicab and they were riding around, which makes it look full. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> The, well, the as, bromance, the bromance was quite spectacular, though. It reminded me a lot of me and Daryl. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm Heidi in this situation. You are indeed. That's exactly what I was going to say. I use sex to sell as much. As, <laughs> I know how much you admire her. Yeah, so. and you know what? She she uh, got fired. So let's have a moment of silence for her. Now, everyone making fun of the way Heidi looks so much. I've got a little piece of information that might make you hate yourself. Oh, no. Only three years after this, she made an appearance on a show called... What? Oh, fuck. Called Plastic Surgery Before and After. <gasps> no. Now, she's a, wait, you I'll tell you. I'll tell you. After? I'll tell you. I can't figure out what happened. Ooh. Because she, it's on her IMDb. It says she appeared in one episode as herself. But there's no record of the episode anywhere on the internet that I can find out if she just like... Happened to be a part of it, or she was the person. I can't tell, but it's not a good what? sign. Wow. What's weird is she looks exactly the same today. She does? Yeah. You looked her up? Yeah. 13 years. I mean, of like older. Hard, she looks older. Hard living. Have been kind to her? She's, She's stumping. Like, you know what? I want to be frozen like this. This is how I don't look for the well, rest that's what, of Well, that's life. what her mom said from the cancer bed. If you keep making that face, it's going to stick. Like, are you saying that? Or are you saying that about Heidi? Are you saying that about Daryl, or are you saying it about Heidi? I'm saying that as Heidi. Oh, okay. Yeah. But how do you feel as like just a person, like Daryl person? Right now, do I want to live like this? Forever? You do want to like look as fresh and streetwear and like cool as you no, do. I'm totally looking forward to getting old. Yeah, me too. Oh yeah, it's gonna be cool as hell. Uh-huh. I'm gonna look mm. old as fuck. I'm gonna get white hair. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Good luck with that, guys. You're gonna <laughs> remain ageless. No, no. I mean, I. You're just not going to age well, is what you're considering. I'm just living it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and we ate fried chicken for dinner. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> like, I am hurting, guys. I feel hurting. light. I feel free. It's interesting. How, that, do, you feel, how do you feel that way? I don't you know. must have ate the wings. They no, make it, you... it, it's, it's delirium chicken. <laughs> no, it's that sweet he's color. Going, he's, going, he's going down. That's but... Cool. It's interesting that they fire her on the day they have her visit her mom in the hospital. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was a swerve. That was a really good swerve. Good job, guys. Mark Burnett, we're not worthy. Yeah, I thought that was that really pulled me off the... I mean, we we had some bets laid down. Yeah, and they all were wrong. Mm-hmm. We had some bets laid down. I thought Kwame was going, which was probably the cl- closest. closest. Yeah. Who'd you have? I picked Amy. Yeah, Amy. Not even Amy. close. And you picked... Nick, who... who also could have been fired if the other team had lost. 
Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but Amy had the idea. Of Amy all ideas. had the idea. Yeah. So you were just really wrong. No, she Katrina tried. would have been fired if the other. Two. Can oh, we talk about that? So God. midway through this episode, Katrina comes to Bill, makes an offhanded comment about how they don't listen to her ideas, which turns into a discussion. I don't even want to say a fight because Bill actually, I feel like, handled that very rationally. He refused to fight with her. But um, they had a discussion about how Katrina feels that the team just uses her looks to sell something when they need it and don't listen to her or let her participate otherwise. How do you feel about that? I don't remember a single time where her looks were used to sell stuff in a way that she didn't do it herself on the girls' team. Yes, that is right. correct, and right. I, that is exactly what I recall also. Also, it's not like she's had ideas. The one time, the ideas. one time she was an integral part of her team was when she had to go up against Troy in the which apartment are we going to take, and she got duped, <laughs> and she wouldn't even admit she got duped, which makes her look even worse. Until Jesse, like <laughs> you got duped, <laughs> or no, it was Tammy. Tammy Not died. to go over this again, but what is worse, being incompetent or being duped? Being duped. Yeah, she chose she chose to to like die on the sword of I am incompetent. I did not get duped. <laughs> um anyway. So so they have this argument for a while, and I think that if they had lost the challenge, got in the boardroom, Bill would have just been like, I don't want to deal with this on my team. Like mm-hmm. this is crazy. Like, you're gone. Mm-hmm. Is that sexist of Bill? Like in this hypothetical situation, is Bill a sexist? By Throwing Katrina under the bus for having for bringing up these issues. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think so. This is also a game show, and you got to play to your audience, mm. and their audience is Donald. I just like it. I just realized this is a game show. <laughs> like it just hit me so hard. <laughs> it just hit me like right in the face. I just keep thinking that this is like a real life business <laughs> world scenario, and it feels so real. And like I'm trying to pick apart because the point Did, of this podcast is to pick apart these right, things uh, as business. This is a fucking game show. There is no distinction. You gotta win the game there, there's, show. There's no distinction anymore between real and unreal. Mm. Right? We're living in the hyper-real. Or Adam fake Curtis news said. and truth yeah. news. Hmm. What's the difference? I don't know. I don't know. Omarosa got in a fight with a reporter at the White House this week. And like that's just like, oh, yeah, of course that happened. Did she really? What yeah. happened? She went after uh, the reporter... I don't know the I don't remember the whole story, but uh, they had words and they needed to be physically separated. What? Yeah. yeah. And it Omarosa was like a very well, it was like a very well respected female reporter. Omarosa Manigold almost got in a fist fight with a f- reporter. Let's be honest, she would have drenched. <laughs> she would have wiped the floor with whatever reporter. Oh, absolutely. Oh my god. But yeah, they had to be like separated. Wow. Sick. Yeah. Wow. Hey, don't write bad shit about Trump. Or Omarosa coming at you. <laughs> Good thing this podcast is extremely pro-Trump and pro-Omarosa. We tweet MAGA shit all day long. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so boardroom happens. It's Troy, it's Heidi, it's Kwame. Of those three, do you think Mr. Trump, clearly we know Heidi went home. Do you think Mr. Trump made the right decision? I mean, we, we he did, he wasn't given much of a decision. We had it, Troy, 
who's like the only like good guy on their team, mm-hmm. chose to go in with Heidi. Like he Troy made the decision who's going to get fired, not Trump. Because mm. Troy was. Trump I don't was a, think that's true. I think I think when when Troy sent Kwame up to the suite, which I think was the wrong decision. First of all, I thought hey, it was a their teams. Their team. Those two dudes. I know. Team. The bromance. He just let the bromance this, ride so, so hard. This mm-hmm. is early reality show strategy. It was like an early survivor strategy. He let his emotions get in the way of his decision making, and that makes for a bad business associate. Whoa. That's a hard take. But in a game show, right? Thinking, <laughs> you, right? In a game show, you got to team up. Yeah. That's what they used to He's do. He's thinking that, look, this is clearly a, yeah. you're my boy. Let's keep doing this. I am probably going to get through. Right, and then we're gonna be Every, everyone's pulling out the game show shit this week. Now, Amy and Nick, they're both playing each other, trying to do some sort of weird thing. Mm-hmm. Katrina had a lot of theories about it. I didn't quite understand. I just thought they were the banging. internet had a lot of theories about. Well, okay, it. Okay, so I looked some things up on the internet, guys. Two things: one, everyone truly hated Omarosa. Like that was not just on the show. It wasn't just like we hate you, but we like love to hate you. No, they were like we need to get her off the show. She's <laughs> ruining it. Two, uh, they were never able to find through going through all of the tapes, the evidence of Erica saying the N word to her that she claimed. Oh. Three, Amy was banging Nick and Bill. That was a theory. Allegedly. Allegedly. I mean, it got in the post. That was allegedly happening. That that idea definitely sat in my mind through this whole episode as Katrina was there unraveling the... Right. She was trying to figure it out. The Amy, Nick, Bill triage. (coughs) Some other random things I came across. Okay. You want to hear them? Uh, At one point... Wait, wait, wait. Before you launch into those, I want your opinion, Daryl, on whether or not Trump made the right decision by kicking Heidi off the show. I think where you were going with the choosing Kwame to go was that in that moment, Troy looked... Kind of like an idiot. Yes. Right. And it made him look bad as a leader. Yes. I'll say though that in the past, in the number of episodes previous, Troy has truly shown not only leadership ability, but also interesting ideas, tactical strategy. No, no doubt he's been good. No doubt he's been good. Also, for a guy in the hot seat, he took a tack to that I think Trump has shown that he's okay with. The I fucked up, we. I mean, my team. Yeah, yeah. that were for Kwame last week. He sort of did that, but then he was like, "I fucked up," but she didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. She fucked up hard. Well, once you're there, like just the two of you, you gotta. You can't say fire me. He just nailed the boardroom, is the thing. Yeah, he went in strong every time. He's in there. He went in strong. He had a voice. He had an opinion. He had all the things that Trump. I mean, Mm -hmm. the secret to this show is like just nail the boardroom. You don't have to do shit on the fucking show. Just nail the boardroom. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So I think he made the right decision, and I think. Part of maybe it's me and maybe it's also what he was doing, but I still have some carryover from last week and how poorly it turned out with Omarosa and right. Yeah, I mean, I think the nastiness that comes with Heidi's personality does not make her right. Truly, apprentice. Well, the thing is, you have to think about what the winner of this game is. They become the CEO of. One of the companies. Mm-hmm. And there's no person on earth who saw Heidi as the CEO of one of these companies. Mm-hmm. No. 
No persona. And I think what we have I'd left. I'd hire her. I'd hire her for sure. And Troy would too. Mm-hmm. So would Trump. But like as a salesperson, as Troy yeah. said. But the, looking at what we have left, we have one more not CEO material person left in the game. And his name is Kwame. Katrina. You're out of your mind. Wait a minute. You think Katrina is CEO material? No, but I think Kwame is less CEO material. Kwame is dead weight on this show. He's it's so, crazy. He's proven to be weight. a faker for most he of the time. He is a faker one hundred percent. He said it himself today. He's like, I don't know what he said. I remember what he, I know what you're talking about. What I don't did he say? Either. He had a moment. It was it was on one of the like uh, confessional shots, and he was joking about how he sucks at The Apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because um, yeah, he does suck at it. It's not good. He's bad, but he nails the boardroom. And so guess what? He's well, in the top think, fucking six. No, for the most part, he just avoids the boardroom. He's been in the boardroom a few times. He's definitely lost almost every challenge he's been in. Yeah. But I don't think he's been in the final in the final boardroom many times. Yeah, not like Nick really or remember. like Troy, who are just constantly, <laughs> constantly on the chopping so many block. Times. Like these dudes' necks are stretching out by how long they're on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. Troy in the boardroom did have a point, though, when he said, My team has selected me three times to be a project manager. Trump reacted to and that. And Trump reacted. That was the point where I knew yeah. Heidi was going home. Yeah. Where Trump was like, True. That's like the strongest he gives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, true. And then and then Heidi played that badly because then she was like, I'm a good leader too. And then he's like, well, why don't you volunteer to be project leader? manager? Yeah. Because yeah. we were taking tur- we we're taking fucking turns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> taking turns, a.k.a. Troy, every time. Yeah. Also, also, our friends Catherine and George were fucking swinging. In George said more room. words this episode than I think he's ever Catherine said. Catherine, too. <laughs> Catherine came out with just, her claws for Heidi. Just lighten them up. Holy <laughs> shit. She had no qualms when they were outside the boardroom and they were discussing the three of them together who should go home. Cheryl was just like, I, Heidi is terrible and she needs to go home right now. <laughs> and Trump's like, cat fight. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, whoa, woman on woman, pretty serious yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. No, uh, Catherine, she, she gave the feedback, and then Heidi came in. She was like, wait, wait, wait. Say that thing you just said like right. a second ago. Yeah. Say that again for tape. Say it again for tape. A tactic never deployed here on uh, Apprentice Rewatch Podcast. <laughs> no, we're really bad at this. Okay. <laughs> but, um, and Glenn had a lot of good stuff to say, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was good. He seemed to have a lot of energy this time. Maybe they're giving him something good. I think he had some kind of surgery, and they pumped him full of drugs, <laughs> and now he's I, like, good to go. It. I would believe it. Because, I mean, sometimes he doesn't look so good. Sometimes he just... There are whole stretches... He looks skinny. This, there's whole stretches of the show where he says no words. Yeah, totally. Um. All right. Next week, we don't know what the challenge is, but who is going... I'm riding my choice. Nick. Nick. You can't hit this Nick train too hard, man. I'm going to hit it one time. I'm going to just keep doubling down, doubling down, doubling down. Then we get my money back. He's done. Or, or should I say Katrina? Oh, here's something I learned. This is like negative markets. Guys, guys. Did you know that there is a clip show episode? There is going to be an episode where no one gets fired. There's going to be one clip show. Are we going to do a podcast about the clip show episode? I don't know. 
Why is it called a clip show? Because they show clips. Of the previous episodes? Yeah. Of just like bullshit. <laughs> I know. I hate it's those. probably between like two and one, right? Like, or I, don't, the, I don't know. I don't know. Penultimate and the uh, ultimate. Well, I mean, we can do the math, but there is one. This is very, this is like some top secret shit. But there is an episode where two people get fired. Uh, Why are you ruining this shit, bro? Don't spoil this shit on the podcast. I haven't seen this shit. I haven't seen what it either. Fuck, I'm excited. I'm Why excited. are you spoiling all this fucking shit, oh, dude? It's not spoiling. I've just been reading the DirecTV no, synopsis. No, because now every episode we'll be like, is this the episode where two people get fired? Isn't that's or? why I brought it up? Because if ever there was an episode to can two people, be the next one. This was it. Ooh. Oh, this was it. This one here that yeah. we just watched. Troy, but Troy doesn't deserve to get fired. No, no, Troy should have shed his dead weight in Kwame and Heidi <laughs> and gone on as his own lone self, the sovereign citizen, just a man apart, doing business on his own. All right, Daryl, who's yeah. going home next week? I mean, I, it's got to be Kwame, man. He, yeah, he, he does. Yeah, nothing. it does. He does nothing. He doesn't shine at all. It's well, got to. My, there's a couple of chips that could get thrown in for Katrina. There's a couple of chips, but she trash. Yeah, she trash. She don't do nothing. But mm. Kwame is just dead weight. He just isn't wait. Not, are they? They're think. not on the same team, right? No, they're on opposite teams. So Kwame's team is now just Troy and Kwame. But they're it's gonna, gonna, gonna have to. Pull they're gonna have to yeah, so they're gonna pull over Amy, I guess. I'd pull over. I'd pull but over they, Nick. They probably. keep doing this. Or to Bill. Try. Why don't you pick Bill? Yeah, that pick like Bill, the, the clear like front runner yeah. in all of this. So, so just it, like, I'm going to pick the team captain. Thank you. So it's going to be, so you think it's going to be three dudes versus two du- two ladies and a dude? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Hmm. I, uh, Bill is just like putting his hands behind his head, like <laughs> laughing. This whole, he's like having an incredible time. He, he's crushing this show. As soon as Amy said the words advertisement, his mind was going 10,000 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he literally, like, the force of that idea lifted him out of his chair. It was out of control. He almost, like, tripped over the computer. <laughs> and Amy calling up that... Um, the jet people. The jet From people. episode two. It was just so smart. It was so smart. It was. Um, all right. I'm Kwame. You're Kwame, Daryl. And you're bizarrely I'm, well, no, no. Nick. If you guys are both Kwame, I'll take the field. You can't take the field. I mean, give me odds. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. We could do this as like sort of a negative risk market. Mm. Where it's like all no's but one. Right, right, right. So in that, that's, it's hard to pull some negative it's risk tough. out of this. It's tough. It's tough. Wait. Okay, now I've just remembered how negative risk works. We can do it. Yeah, we could do we that. We could do it. We could we... maybe do it next season. It's like do a negative risk market bet. Okay, so this is interesting. I really like this idea, and we need to start making up odds and keeping those odds. Ooh. Running odds. Yes. Week to week. 100%. We will be running odds next season on the Apprentice Rewatch podcast, no doubt. And if you want to get in on that... We can't because it's against New York State law for sure. <laughs> to bet on something that happened 15 years ago. <laughs> Even though earlier uh, earlier this weekend, you know how Bloomberg got rid of all the OTB places, off-track betting places. In- it was a, one of the great tragic days of my life. Really, really fucked up. Really but, um, fucked up. I was upstate and I saw an off-track betting place. It was I hadn't seen one in like years. Yeah, it's only citywide. Yeah, I didn't realize it wasn't all gone. There used to be one under a bridge 
in Astoria. Like it was like a hmm. part of the bridge that went into the park, and it was like you go under the bridge, and there was a doorway on the left side under the archway, and it was like this big OTP place. Cool. <laughs> it was incredible, crazy, crazy. This one was in like Beacon, New York, or something. I don't know. It was surprising to me. Not everything's in Beacon, New York. This literally was. Right. Or Fishkill, one of those towns. <laughs> you know. Uh, oh, in our Deep State Minute, mm-hmm. this episode aired on March 11th, 2004, the day of the Madrid subway bombings. Mm. Interesting, 192 people died. Damn. And they aired That's this. so 192 Dude. people died in the Madrid subway bombings? Yeah, I don't think Europe has had a bigger one since. Eh, maybe they have. I don't what know. What was the London 7-7 bombings? That was a year later. And how many people died in that one? I think less. Okay. But it, what happened in that? Was it a bus? That, I don't know what that I one was. Remember. But this this was train stuff. Yeah. They tried to blame it on the Basques. They fucked that up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it turns out it was Al-Qaeda. Eh. But what's interesting about it, this is the thing that makes you really question what's going eh. on. This is the thing that makes you say, hmm, who's involved in this? Nah. Can Katrina unravel all these layers of conspiracy? The act, this episode, aired 911 days after 9-11. That means that the Madrid bombings happened 911 days after 9-11? Yeah. Spooky. Well, the thing is, can you really attribute spookiness to something that was clearly on purpose? <laughs> Um, all right. So, Deep State Minute. Done. We have our bets. Done. Are we done? Are you done, Daryl? I'm so done. I think I'm done. I'm toast. All right. You can find us on Facebook. At facebook.com slash no one lets tune a podcast. You can connect with us on Twitter at... Apprentice Repo. We're very sorry about this episode. Apprentice Repo. It's horrible. It was really bad. <laughs> I burped into the microphone earlier. But the thing is, I think you might notice, our cables for our microphones are all new. All brand nice, and there were no squeaks or pops. Yeah, it felt really. Listen good. to this. If I had done that last week, <laughs> if the podcast would have Daryl and I would have ripped our headphones off. No. Uh, you can also send us an email, apprentice rewatch podcast at gmail.com. Please do, please don't. Actually, please do. Leave us a, re- a review on iTunes also. We're up on iTunes. Search apprentice rewatch podcast. On iTunes, you'll find our page with our faces on it. It's pretty great. DMs are open. DMs are open. Mail Send feet. is open. Um, what else is open? Just like my house. Come by. You guys want to hang? I'm down. I live in New York. Just fucking tweet at me and we'll figure it out. Goodbye. There's no It stopped going, the whole world shook, the storm was blowing through you. Waiting for God to stop this and up to your neck. In darkness, everyone around you was corrupted. Say something. There's no dignity in death To sell the world your last breath You're still fighting over Everything you left over
burning up.